Well, hello, everybody. This is Brian and Lynette Wolf. Okay, hold on one second. Technical challenge, one second. Well, hello, everybody. This is Lynette and Brian Wolf. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the alumni call. We are so excited to have you on the Quick Start Real Estate alumni call. Just so you know, um, you're on the right call, and uh, we are super excited to be on here. Remember that uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take questions. Um, we're going to go over leads, uh, some property information sheets that were sent in. And if you want to get in the queue, so even if you just have a question or maybe it's a lead sheet and you didn't get a chance to send it over yet, hit star six, okay? Star six will put you in the queue. But don't hit star six again or it will take you out of the question and answer queue. Okay, so that's even if you have any questions, um, hit star six. So we're super excited. Uh, Brian, you want to tell them a little bit about us? I know most of you guys all met us at the Quick Start Real Estate School. That is correct. So if you guys are truly alumni of the Quick Start Real Estate School, you will have met us. We're at every single one except one we missed because I had my appendix was inflamed. Remember that one, honey? <laughs> that was a long, long time ago. So guys, hopefully we've seen you recently and you've gone out and taken action uh, with what you learned at the quick start. So we're at the you know, verge of a new year here, and this can be an exciting time. You know, we're, we're kicking off this new year, and uh, I had a uh, couple things I wanted to talk about on this call. We're going to see uh, if we have people waiting to, uh, with great questions in that, and uh, if we can work in a little bit of uh, chatting about setting goals, and I think I want to talk a little bit about simplifying and setting goals in social circles, using your social circles. So if we get to any of those things, maybe people will ask about that. So, And we also want to, uh, we just came back from the uh, Great American Real Estate Summit um, in Daytona. It was fabulous. Oh, my goodness, you should have seen all the mentors uh, in the deal room, deal after deal after deal, and great new cutting information, uh, cutting edge information from uh, Ron LeGrand himself. And um, perhaps some of you guys were at the real estate summit with us, and so there was a lot of great uh, information. It's very exciting. You know, you get a lot of people there, and uh, it really, the networking in that and urgency, and there's a sense that uh, there's something going on, and that's because people are making stuff go on who are there. And you talk to people who are doing deals, and it's really exciting. And you ask them how they're doing, you know, and how they're uh, approaching their market. And it's, it's very exciting, and the networking is awesome. It is. It's very awesome. We actually uh, we got to uh, – there were a lot of trade show booths there from uh, quite a few um, – you guys all know quite a few of the, uh, uh, the teachers – and guess what? The big event of the whole thing was we did a polar plunge. Oh, my goodness. It was incredible. And Ron, yes, Ron got his T-shirt, his polar plunge T-shirt on, and Lynette and I were right beside him. We all kind of ran in together, and then Ron kind of misjudged it a little bit and did sort of a face plant pretty early on. 
And so I thought I was questioning whether I was going to go all the way in because it was so freezing. And uh, and all of a sudden, there's Ron totally underwater, right? You know, right in front of me. Oh my God! Uh, we shot it on a drone, so guys, you're gonna maybe get to see uh, some cool footage if you look at the Gold Club uh, this week. We're gonna have some cool, fun highlights. There was over twenty thousand dollars raised for the canine. Um, oh my goodness, the charity. It was a, uh, all for charity, so that was what was so great about it. And uh, it it was a lot of fun, lots of fun. Um, but uh, just really quick, um, if they're on this call, they probably have met us, but I'm going to give you a quick update. Um, we met Ron LeGrand almost 15 years ago. Uh, we live in Arizona, Brian and Lynette Wolf, the Wolf Couple. Oh, so, um, we've, uh, we've been teaching alongside with Ron for the past uh, 14 years. We met him about 15 years ago, and we take vacations with him and teach alongside with him. But we have an office, most importantly, in Arizona that I wanted to talk about where uh, we're averaging, you know, six to eight deals a month. Um, we've closed over $105 million worth of real estate transactions. We're the king and queen of automation and delegation. So we have three local acquisitionists, and that's what enables us to be on the road teaching and still doing, um, uh, you know, lots and lots of deals a month. So, mm-hmm. And most of you guys remember from the quick start that we talk about uh, what to say and that type of thing. And, and uh, at the summit, we talked about acquisitions, too. So that's what Lynette was referring to there. So if you guys have questions about that, um, we're the experts on those things. So feel free to ask about that or any deals. And also, you guys know we do the live calls, obviously, at all the quick starts on the first night. So we're the deal experts on that and structuring them with Ron and that as we do there. So anything you got, throw it at us. Do we have uh, any? Uh, we got our first person in the queue, Brian. Yes. All right. So let's see. We have the first person in the queue, area code 562. <laughs> <laughs> You're going by caller ID, I see. Is there a caller from 562 area code on the line? You're in the yes. queue. Yes. What's your name? Uh, Doyle Barton. Hi, Doyle. How are you doing? Where are you I'm from? All right. I just saw you guys when you were out here to the Ron's One Day. Yes, I remember. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're missing your, your, your better half there, right? That's right. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I told you I was the better half. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question about a piece of property I ran across. I didn't have time to fax this thing to you. That's all right. What it is, it is a free and clear um, view home. Uh, it has a, uh, it has no mortgage. The fellow that owns it is a real estate, a retired real estate broker. His wife has passed. He asked eight thirty-five. I asked him would he accept less. And he was, would accept eight hundred. Okay. Okay. That's as far as I got. Okay. Well, and how flexible is he? Now, my number one thought on every deal, the first thing I think about is how much more valuable uh, terms are than the purchase price. So, if I can get, if this guy would give me a thirty-year term and sell it to me for eight, you know, eight hundred, that's that's the main thing I'm going for. Some kind of terms. And if he'll give me, you know, some kind of terms, decent payments, and put a balloon on it and have it amortized over 30 years. Now, normally, is he, what do you think this property is worth? Yeah, what's the R? And what condition? Well, his, well, the condition of the home is move in. 
I mean, he's completely remodeled it and, and everything. What makes it so attractive, he's had the property since 64. Mm-hmm. He grew up in the house. The basic thing is he's got uh, a du- it's a double lot. Everything has been remodeled. Two large, uh, extra oversized garages. Um, the good thing about it is you can you can build units above the two garages. Okay. So Wait. that's a that's a plus. Mm-hmm. And this is a view lot, so these units would have complete, what ocean yeah. view. Yeah, he has an ocean view and a harbor view, and he can see all the way downtown to L.A. All right. Uh, you know, I, I have, we've got people and students who've, who've actually done a second story on a property where the, obviously the land value is very valuable here. You know, so most, most guys, it's not worth doing a second story on a rehab most of the time, but in this case where you have a tiny lot with very valuable real estate under it, then sometimes it's worth it to go up. Uh, okay, and so well, this lot, this with lot, a here lot. is a double size. So it's what do you think, I mean, let's just talk about what you think it's worth. And if you put the two units, this is where you have to look and really get into the numbers here. Because if you don't know your numbers, you're, you're going to get in trouble. First of all, you've got to figure out if your plan is, always think exit strategy on every deal. So if your plan is, let's try to build these you know, uh, raise these two and put two stories on both those uh, properties, then how much is that going to cost? Or can you just set it up as like this is the plan and this is how much you could make doing this and try to sell that plan, you know, get the house under contract and sell that to a rehabber who wants to actually do that and get a wholesale. That's the plan. That's that's my plan. Okay. So then you just got to get it under contract for the best deal that you can get. And if this thing would be a huge rehab project i actually know some people we could uh who might be interested in something like that so uh because that's a pretty complicated deal um yeah well annette you had alton there with you right yeah yeah okay and alton Um, actually has done a two-story he put a second story i actually filmed this house that he did it with with a drone uh, before he put the second story while he was in the middle of doing it so yeah that's a very similar project yeah, and this is over in Long Beach? Uh, n- right near there. Okay. Yeah, that's, so um, now we would definitely... But, but number-wise, though, Arv, I mean, what do you think it would be worth if it if you didn't touch it? I mean, uh, well, have you been trying to it, sell it? It's, it's worth market? every penny. 835, okay. I've done, I've done the comps on them. Some of them are 860s, 870s, okay. 890s. Okay. Lowest one was 790. What kind of sh- and it's in perfect condition. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, it's move in. And All right. Like I said, the guy's a broker, and I didn't know how to approach him past the general information. Well, no. the other the other thing is, if it's move in ready, beyond all this talk of you know putting you know doing major major rehab and remodel, uh, if you could get some kind of terms on this, and that's where you just ask them. You know, when we buy a property like this, we'll often structure it where we uh, take a little bit of time to pay you off in full. Uh, and we do it in different ways. Sometimes we'll do it with owner financing or a lease purchase, uh, but would you be willing to maybe give us a little bit of time to pay you off in full? So if he's flexible on that, if he doesn't need all the cash out right away, uh, that's, that opens up whole worlds of opportunity because then you yeah, can do it. all kinds of different exit strategies. You can probably lease purchase that property and get 100000 down from a lease purchase buyer 
uh, and you know have a good positive cash flow if you can get the right terms from him and not have mm-hmm. to put too much down up front. So I would go anytime I see a pretty house like that. I go, you know, we always go for terms and see if he'd be open to doing something like that. Have mm-hmm. you broached that subject with him at all? Well, I wanted to, but uh, I don't think I'm schooled enough yet to do it. <laughs> so, Joel, um, I know I met you at the uh, the one day fast track. Are you coming to the uh, quick start? Uh, not tomorrow, the next day in California. Well, no, I, I didn't hadn't planned on it. I was I was going to call and find out whether or not I could use my Go Club points to go. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So, have you um um. Uh, what I'd like to do, because uh, we actually call sellers at the Quick Start Real Estate School, which we're flying mm-hmm. there tomorrow. And so that's why I was just wondering if uh, we could get that lead sheet. Oh, sure. I, I can get it to you. Yes, that's a great idea. Doyle, here's the thing. Um, somehow you're on the alumni call, and you've never been to the Quick Start Real Estate School, or have you? No, oh, I was, yes. Oh, you were. When did you go? I go uh, January 2016. Oh, so like a year ago you went? Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. And so uh, did you, but you still have your manual with some of the scripts and stuff? You remember the stuff oh, we yeah. were going over? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Can yeah, you- and you know, I'll tell you, when you get up into these higher price ranges, especially when people are, you know, real estate brokers and pretty sophisticated, and sometimes, you know, it's funny because sometimes people who own these million-dollar houses are totally not sophisticated, and they're just like everybody else, and they don't know anything special. But sometimes you'll run into people like this who are, you know, uh, lawyers or something, and they, it's, it's kind of uh, daunting to make a call and ask for terms sometimes. So that's why, you know, let us, get a, let us give this shot because this is the perfect kind of lead that we like to call. So... Uh, get this lead over to us, Doyle. We need to get your contact. Or- yeah, you, you can just send it over to the Gold Club. I know you're a Gold Club member. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, just send it to the Gold Club Attention Wolf Couple. Gold Club. Okay. So, okay, Doyle, so the, um, only thing, the only thing that put me off was, like I, I said, he's a, he's a retired real estate broker. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then I thought, well, you know, I can't. I can't deal with that guy. Right, right. Well, I, that's our specialty. So I would love to get, you know, give this a really good whirl and see what we can come up with. You know, every lead sheet, guys, is like another spin on the wheel, and, they, you know, sooner or later they come up big, you know, a big hit. So this one sounds yeah. awesome. Uh, it has a lot of potential, and if he – the whole thing, guy, is, is that we just have to see if he'll give us a little bit of time to pay him off. And then okay. remember, even if he wants kind of a big down payment, we can say, sure, we'll, you know, we'll do the best we can, but we'll, we need to find our, per, our lease purchase buyer first. As soon as we find them, then you guys will know how much you have to put down with him. So remember, he knows you can't close by yourself. So he's just giving you a certain amount of time to go find somebody, and up until then, you're not risking a thing. You know, you give them $10 or $100 or whatever, and then you start shopping this thing. And if you can find somebody, you might make six figures on one deal. Uh, actually, on this deal, absolutely you would. Oh, absolutely. The least we would take is $100,000. Yeah. <clears throat> then I could uh, have a mentor. There you go. <laughs> you got that right. That would be very helpful. Absolutely. Now, how do you want me to handle this? Uh, how, how do I get it to you? Uh, just um, uh, go to the Gold Club, and there's a forum where you can submit 
uh, requests and just say you want to get this lead sheet over to the wolf couple that you were on the alumni call, okay? Okay. Well, guys, remember, if you ever want to get a hold of anybody or us uh, or leave a message for us, you can call Global directly, and that number is uh, 904-262-0491. Isn't that right, honey? Yep, that's correct. So it's 904-262-0491, and uh, you can just uh, ask, uh, leave a message for us there, too. Well, okay. thank you very much for that uh, lead that we could share with everybody, Doyle. That's a very okay. interesting one. And we're looking yeah. forward. You know you can repeat the quick start real estate school for, you know, uh, oh, yeah. one month. I, know. <laughs> I mean, for one well, year. No, Doyle, are you coming back here? Because we're going to be in L.A. like right now. And if you're there, uh, you can even, you don't even have to come for the whole thing. You could just come in uh, for one or two of the days. Yeah. Okay. Come and watch us do live seller calls. Bring your lead in and come and watch us just uh, the first night on Wednesday night. Okay, so Wednesday of this week? Yeah. Yeah, not tomorrow, the next day. Yep, we're going to be right in L.A. Where, do you know where the hotel is, honey? Well, he just needs to call the office and get registered. Yeah, you can register. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay, so yeah, but I really like to call that lead. So for sure, let's, uh, we'll connect on that. Okay. Thank you very much. No, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the call. You bet. Okay. All right, Brian, we have our next caller in the queue. Remember, if you want to get in the queue, hit star six. So if you hit star six, that puts you in the queue. That's the only way. And then you can talk to us about any questions you have or anything you want to share or even a lead sheet if you didn't send it in ahead of time. We're very flexible. All right, so we have area code 610. Hi, Lynette. This is Rich in Pennsylvania. <gasps> Whoa, hey. hi, Rich. How are you? I'm doing great. And yourself? Fabulous. Yep. How are you doing? That's good, Rich. Uh, you know, I think I need a mentor. I, I don't know if it worked the first time. <laughs> Everybody's coachable. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's hope for everybody. I'm special needs in that area. <laughs> uh, so what what you got going on in your business right now? Well, um, the business is going well. I uh, I'm starting to look at the, you know the higher priced homes, mm -hmm. and um, you know you, I had I had little trouble getting the keys to the castle. I had trouble finding some real estate agent that would uh, you know let me go in and look at um, uh, listings that have expired. Okay. Uh, and I finally found one, um, the son of the guy that services my car. <laughs> really? Yes. So everybody, this is the lesson. If you do not have a realtor on your dream team who is sending you expired listings, you're missing out on a nice piece of the market. So that yes. can be a really good target market. Everybody so, should uh, have realtors on their dream team, and that is one of their primary things to do for you. So uh, that's where I'm headed. Uh, so 2017, um, Trump is uh, going to fix the uh, country, and I'm going to fix my uh, business. So I think <laughs> there you go. Uh, All right. Everybody should just focus on the. I, what I say when this all this politics comes up, and boy, it came up at the summit. Actually, Ron actually uh, broadcasted the uh, inaugural. Uh, oh, it was inaugural. awesome. That's right. So I say, everybody just. Uh, uh, I, I, you know, people focus too much on other things that they have no control about, and they should all be focusing on their own little country. That's how I've been thinking about it. You know, just focus on your own little country and make your country prosperous. 
this year in 2017. He had some... Uh, really awesome cats, um, the red yeah. at the summit, Make America Great Again. That's right. No, right. he had red caps just, that looked just like Trump's. It said, Make Real Estate Great Again. Right, and it said, Make Real Estate Great Again. Yeah, yeah those that's, are good. That's the cap I need, Make Real Estate Great Again. I have two yeah. quick questions. Um, one is uh, how to effectively advertise on Craigslist because, um, you know, you put it on and you can only renew it every three days, and then after you renew it, four or five times, you can't renew it anymore. So. Yes. Um, here's the deal on Craigslist. First off, a couple quick things I want to say about that is that we have multiple Craigslist accounts so that we can go in and post at 8 a.m., noon, and 5. And not only do we have multiple Craigslist accounts, we have different URLs. Different, uh, we use different computer sites, um, so it's not recognizing that, different phone numbers, different names. Switching up the USPs, the unique selling propositions, everything's being traded up, and, and we don't update because you, you still are at the bottom, so you have to actually post a new ad in order to get to the top, and that's why you can have multiple Craigslist accounts. So every, uh, every cell phone number that you have, you can create a, a, Gmail, account, a Gmail account and basically get um, a Craigslist account for every Gmail account you have, and it just verifies the phone number once. So you want to go in and get multiple Craigslist accounts. And I also wanted to comment on one thing that works really well for us is that we will go under Real Estate Wanted under Craigslist, and um, we'll, we'll post um, very specific ads. Um, like one of the ads that works really well in Arizona for us here is we say, young couple looking for a home in Gilbert. The Gilbert School District is excellent looking for a home in the Gilbert School District with a swimming pool, four-bedroom, two-bath. Can you call me on my cell phone? So we make it a very personal message to get them to call us. Okay, So that's what I mean by switching up the different unique uh, ads and going under Help Wanted section um, in order to elicit those phone calls. Yeah, that being said, uh, Craigslist can be a challenge. Some people have uh, people just running and just posting their Craigslist. Some people use their VAs to help them with that Craigslist posting stuff. Uh, but, you know, obviously Craigslist can take you so far and you can work the system, uh, but also everybody should be advertising on everything else too. And especially when you're advertising homes for sale, uh, one of the biggest marketing methods that works is just getting a bunch of signs out there. You know, uh, 10, 20 pointer signs have an open house on a Saturday, those, that generates leads. Your, each house you get can be a, if it looks nice, shows nice, and you can put up a bunch of signs and, and some nice balloons and flags and stuff. That's like a lead, a buyer lead generating machine. And you, you know, you advertise your open house, especially, uh, you know, if you, if it's a house in an area that is pretty heavily populated and everybody's looking for that, you should be able to find maybe two, three buyers with 10,000, 20,000 or more off of every, you know, open house that you do. So that's, that's a big thing, Craigslist, but you're definitely using Craigslist. Now here's the other factor here. If you're advertising, um, you have to think about your incoming call capture too, you know, what, where your calls are going. And so, uh, you know, you've got the different choices of an IVR or you're picking up live, and, and obviously you're going to get more buyers calling you generally than sellers, and you've got to weed through them somehow. So um, what method, are you talking about mainly using Craigslist advertising for buyers or sellers? Well, uh, actually both. Right now I'm, I'm looking, uh, I'm thinking more about buyers because I've got a, a few 
uh, buyers. And in additional, maybe to go along with that, my second question is for these higher-end homes, uh, is there someone or some consultant or some business or something that I could contact to show me how to put real estate ads on Facebook? Because I know nothing about Facebook. Yes. Well, actually, uh, Facebook, the social media, it's not just Facebook. You know, I mean, you want to be hitting all of the, um, the social media outlets. But we actually um, do go over that. Have you been to um, the Quick Start Real Estate School recently? Because I know we teach quite a bit about uh, uh, the social element when it comes to the buyers. No, I haven't been to one recently. Okay, because I mean, obviously, you can attend. Um, it's like five hundred bucks just to attend again if it's been twelve months. Which, Rich, I don't think I've seen you for twelve months. Um, so I'm well, thinking. I've, I've lost a lot of weight. You probably missed me in the crowd. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, congratulations on the weight loss. Hey, is there is there any resource that I can buy? You know. With, discs or something, you know, like Ron's courses comes that way. Is there something, because it really is difficult for me to schedule time to go to one of these courses. To go away. You know what, call, call and leave a message at Global, and we'll send you some information on that, because we do have some information that's extended sort of teaching about how to post stuff. Now, everybody, you guys got to all kind of get good at some of these things like Zillow, and uh, don't discount Zillow's impact right now on the market and all the buyers and sellers out there. Uh, I've been telling people it's a Zillow world. It's unusual now if you run into a seller or buyer who kind of doesn't know their estimate or, or hasn't looked up their property or posted it on Zillow, especially where we, there's a lot of leads that where people uh, where we're getting them off Zillow too. So, um, you know, if you see a good property, if you get a lead sheet back from your VA or whoever's doing your FISBO calling, or if it's you, and uh, you get it back and it has a yes on it, um, uh, you should, even before you call them back, you should know the estimate because they probably do. And uh, I, not only that, you should know good comps. I mean, obviously there's, uh, you know, Ron does not like people relying on that estimate, and he's right because it doesn't, it's not accurate. In some areas, it's, it's ridiculously un, non-accurate, like Montana or some of these states where it's non-disclosure states. It's like they're just guessing out there. So really... Yeah, you, you need, need to go to uh, realestateabc.com. Yeah, if you want to find some, uh, a good way, this is just as an aside for everybody on the call, if you want to be able to look up the best comps nowadays, or the easiest at least to read, Go to realestateabc.com, and they, uh, they actually display all the comps. Each one only has one line, so it's in a nice little table, and it's really easy to look right down. Now, the first column you look at, I know I've talked about this before on this call, but the first you just look over at square footage, and you find something close in square footage. Then you look over how much it's sold for and you know, when it's sold, and that's pretty much going to be a good comp for you. So uh, that's, that's what we're going by normally. It's very user-friendly. Rich, to answer your question again about the luxury homes and the more expensive homes, I know um, it's nice because it's the bigger paydays, so uh, we do encourage having farm areas that are more expensive like we do Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, there is a course called Big Chunks, which goes over a lot of the social media in the more expensive um, executive uh, selling executive homes and more expensive luxury homes, and you can get that through Around the Grounds office. Okay, As you, uh, I should give you a call tomorrow. Is that 
Yeah. Yes. And just ask for um, uh, Richard. Um, he knows all about the uh, uh, different courses. His name's Richard. Well, that'll be hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't go by Rich, though. Oh, he does. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. There you well, go. I, well, good. I don't want to take up all the time tonight. It's really great to talk to you guys again. Oh, well, it's Thank great to hear from you. Thank you very much. It's great to hear from you, and send us a skinny picture. All right. Yeah, I can do oh. a Photoshop thing uh, real well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really lose weight, though, or are you just teasing? Uh, I lost about 60 pounds. Awesome. Wow, that's, that's fabulous. Yeah, I lost 50 pounds. It's hard work. I, you know, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and think about running, and then, uh, then I have breakfast. <laughs> you are so uh, funny. All right. Well, good job. Nice talking to you. Yes, great to talk to you. Okay. Um, next, we have Sheila. Sheila is in the queue. Hey, Lynette. How are you? Hello. Yay. Nice to hear your voice. Hey, Sheila. Good. Hi, Brian. How are you? Awesome. That's good. And so tell everybody your name and where you're from. Okay, this is, my name is Sheila, and in the, in the records you have it as Sheila Dave. I just got married, so it's changed to Mudan. Congratulations. Um, thank you. I'm from Tampa, Florida. Tampa, that's great. Yeah. All right. you remember what? me at all? Yeah, you see so many people. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have a property that I spoke to somebody this afternoon, 925000 is what she's asking. Okay. I am going to need some guidance and help on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, she the reason she wants to sell is the fact that her spouse or her partner, is what she called it, has found a job somewhere else and they need to move. Okay. They're going to have two properties. So it's, it's, she's very willing to work. And then she called me back and said, well, my neighbor hasn't put it up for sale yet, but she's selling too. Would you work with both of them? Okay. Um, and it looks like I have, she wasn't sure whether she'll work with the terms yet, mm-hmm. but it looks like they will. And I, and I just signed up again for the, the uh, quick the start quick again. Start? Yeah, I did, but I don't know if I can wait. How can I get more help on this? Okay, well, which, which quick start are you coming to? Are you coming in July to Orlando? I think too far. I might come to the Riley one, the one in North Carolina. Oh, good. Yes, yes. The one in Raleigh, actually, that's going to be February 22nd through the 25th. Right. Yeah, and re- just remember, everybody on this call can come for 500 bucks back there and bring a bunch of leads. Because or, or for free, the first or couple months. Or for free, that's right. If you've been in the last year, it's free. Free. Lynette and I are there calling leads the whole time. So I've seen students come 12 times. Once every month. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, uh, Sheila, but here's what we want to do. Uh, it, what, have you talked to the seller at all about maybe giving yes. up time to pay him off in full? Any kind of terms then? Right, I did, and she was kind of um, okay with it, but then she was like, well, let me think about it. I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't have the, you know, the right, credibility right. and things like that. So I said, okay. Okay, let me ask you let me ask you a really simple question, Sheila. Do you have a good website right now for your investing business? I don't. 
Okay. All right. Now, that's, this is a lesson for everybody, if you, especially when you're playing up in those luxury homes. Those people want some kind of credibility, and the easiest thing to point to is a decent-looking website, which you can get at the Gold Club for pretty cheap. But you, should, you, know, you need to pick some kind of a URL uh, that's pretty easy to remember, the name of your business, hopefully .com, and, uh, and you know, get that .com going so you can start giving that out to people. Because so if someone says, like, if she gets to that point where she's actually getting serious about maybe doing something with you and offering you terms, and then she says, well, wait a minute, I don't even know who you are, then the, there's two things I'm going to say. Number one is every one of us should have a little three-line investor bio, I call it. It's your little biography, who you are. Now, at some point in the conversation on your closing call with these people, you're going to say this, and it's going to be because initially you're just the voice on the other end of the phone. They don't know right. who's interested in buying their house. They don't know if you're a hedge fund or somebody in an office or who you are. And so that's why if you have like three lines, then something about some kind of real estate credibility. And if, you, if you've only bought houses for yourself but you bought your first one, 20 years ago, you can say, well, I've been involved in real estate for 20 years. Okay, but I mean, you want to have a little credibility in real estate, and it's okay to tell them that you do something else, especially if, you know, if you can make it sound good. You know, I'm in the health field or whatever, and, and I also do real estate investing. And so that's one thing. That's one thing to, that will help you with this credibility. And the other thing I also mentioned was the website. And that way, if someone says, well, I'm not even sure who you are, and, you know, I'm here, I'm trusting you with my house, which, guess what, they are. So that's why, the, yes. you know, they need to trust you as much as they can. And so that's why you say, oh, did you check out our website yet? Oh, it's blah, blah, blah.com. You know, the easier you can make it, the better, too. And hopefully you don't have to spell it. If you can say a website that they could possibly remember off of you saying it once, and you don't have to spell it, that's a pretty good website. That's a good URL. Okay, so you tell them okay. their website. And have, you know, sometimes they won't even ever go check it out, but in the moment you've assuaged their fears. You know, you've calmed them down. You've, right. you've raised their comfort level. The whole thing you're looking to do here is raise their comfort level. So just telling them you've got a good website, um, and whenever they do check it out, you know, they'll, be, they'll feel better. Okay, plus no. remember, guys, when people sell a house to somebody creative, using creative terms, they need a story to tell everybody else in their life. So when they tell their brother-in-law who they sold their house to or who they're selling their house to and why they're giving them five years, uh, they need to be able to say something. Oh, it's this person who they've been around, they've lived in our area a long time, and they do real estate investing, and they're very trustworthy, and their website is this. You can even go look at it, too. And, you know, that's what they need. They need something to justify them making an intelligent decision. So, Sheila, let me ask you a question about this deal. Um, is the house free and clear? No, she didn't have the numbers on her, or she was reluctant to give them offhand just like that. Um, so but she do you have the approximate monthly payment on it? No. <laughs> no, she said she'll talk to me again tomorrow, but she, she's the one who still called me back. She goes, the neighbor's selling, if you buy hers, you can run, her, you know, pull, up, pull down hers and add more to mine. And I was like, hers doesn't need any work at all, you know. It doesn't need so, any work? Yeah, what, no. uh, what do you think that uh, a monthly payment as far as uh, a lease purchase buyer will pay more than a typical renter will pay? Do you know what a, a lease purchase buyer might pay for this property because we're offering owner I financing? Would, I, I would, yeah, I would say 
from 5,500 to 7,000 a month. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So um, the thing is, we could say, um, basically, we're going to get, we need to uh, get that mortgage information, but let's just assume you're on the call and you can't get the mortgage information, okay? Right. For you to proceed forward, you could continue with the scripts, um, mm -hmm. and you could say, so uh, what we could do is we would go ahead and take over your uh, mortgage payment, PITI, Principal Interest Property Tax and Insurance, even though you don't know what it is, right? Right. Um, and then um, and hesitate and wait for a response. And that's when she'll say, well, my payment's only 2000 a month. I want more than that, for example. And then we would say, right. well, you know, what's the least amount per month we could give you above, uh, above that 2000 So we want to get the least amount per month and get a number from her. So that's how you work into the owner financing part of it if you don't have all the information. Right. And you say, since we're covering all the maintenance and repairs, uh, we really do need a little room on the monthly payment. And so what would be the lease that we could give you per month until we get you cash out and pay, pay you off in full? And then, okay. um, then you'll go into the, uh, the terms, you know, and you say, now we'll go ahead and set up the financing our standard way. That's for a 30-year term. And then right. pause and see if they're okay with that. If not, if they hesitate, you can say, now sometimes, you know, we'll put a balloon payment in there, usually, you know, around 15, 20 mm -hmm. years, and they'll say, oh, that's, you know, I couldn't wait 15, 20 years, and then you say, well, you know, what's the most amount of years you could give us to pay you off in full? Now, of course, it's our yeah. goal to get you cashed out much sooner or as soon as possible because that's where we make our money. Still, we right. set it up with, you know, a minimum of X amount of years, so you try to get that number from the seller. So when they say uh, they're not giving numbers, that's how you kind of hedge around and start to get numbers from them. Okay. okay. Also, do you know, one of the big things I want to just make a point, folks, um, is the DOM on the house. So do you know the days on market on these properties or this um, one that you're looking at? Or 925? The yeah, the one that I'm looking at is only been there four days. Normally, I... I have no problems with negotiating with them because they've been there for a little while. Right, um, right. And see, that's one thing. Sometimes the first thing, if you look on Zillow, you see a property on Zillow, and they've said yes. Uh, that's the two pieces of information I want you to have if you have a yes lead sheet before you call somebody is the estimate, yes. and then also a little bit better guess on what the actual comps are by basically compare it to the best highest comp, the single best highest okay. comp that looks like a real comp should be what you compare it to. Uh, so that's, that's obviously a big thing, too. Okay. Right. The, right. I have a question about the website, though, because I haven't bothered because I've been able to move on just like that, but now it's because the numbers are getting higher, and like you said, they're looking for credibility. Um, do I need to – I mean – I can set up the website through, you know, dreams, I guess, and then... Yes, and that's what we recommend. So for two ninety seven a month, um, you get all the websites. You get the dreams, which is an incredible system. The dreams will help you do everything from staying organized and automated because we get so many deals because of our organization. Mm -hmm. um, yes. The dreams... It sets follow-ups and everything. It even has it runs comps and everything for you. So this is a very sophisticated system. They actually were teaching about it at the summit. It's easy to learn. Right. It does everything. Yeah. Right. 
and the 97, you do get the websites, uh, you do get the dreams, and of course you get the IVR, um, and you get, you know, you're all set up. And if you pay the 697, that's when you get the 25 hours of VA hours, the VA service with Eagle right. VA, Global VA, which is incredible. Yeah, and I think pretty much the main thing they need to get your website going on that, if you don't have that yet, is just your URL. And I already got, I talked about that. So I have that already, so that will oh, be great. good. But my question is, I do I, I don't I'm not organized enough to have the properties that I've bought or sold, you know, to put up on there. Will okay. That make a difference? You know what? That's a good point, and that comes up, and so. That's why I'm really more focused on you guys having a We Buy Houses website up there. Uh, yeah, you, you want to have something that is also a selling house, and most of our students actually have a We Buy and We Sell together. So you can put them together like that, but you're not going to have a big gallery of houses on there, and so you don't even have to have some option of that necessarily. And so, uh, Or you can put up other houses, but... You know, I, I just say get something up there. Don't worry about that. Focus more on the We Buy Houses side and, uh, and just don't really have an option on there to view a bunch of houses. Okay. Okay. Yep, exactly. I'm, right. I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. I, oh, yeah. Normally I don't have a problem when I'm buying, but... No, seriously, today. though, with these houses, this is kind of... Uh, there's some urgency. So have you gone over and seen this house? Because we should talk to this lady, honey, or try to get this deal locked down, especially if you're coming to one of these quick starts here. I would love that. I would yeah. love that. Um, uh, you, you, you should probably call Global, too, and leave a message. And, and we'll figure okay. out which quick starts you can get to her and somehow and, and how to get this lead. We could actually call this lead at. We just uh, we just did a deal um, at the summit uh, in in the deal room. It was uh, uh, 5.2 million dollars with owner financing, Ooh. and it's worth uh, 6.5 million. And um, incredible deal. So when you got these big dollar deals, um, it's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So I should call Global tomorrow, right? What's that? I I can send the lead to through Global. Yeah, just uh, through the Gold Club. Okay. And, well, thank um, you very much. Not a problem at all. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you. All right. We have, remember, hit star six. If you want to get in the queue, uh, hit star six. So we got one more in the queue right now and a little bit of time left. Oh, now we have three. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's hear it for the mysterious person in the queue. Hi, this is the mysterious Marianne. <laughs> Hi, Marianne. Marianne, how are you doing? Marianne from California, the one that asks all those questions. Yes, it just would not be it would not be a question and answer on the Gold Club, and it would not be an alumni call if we did not hear from Marianne in California. <laughs> Well, I am scheduled to go to the Quick Start uh, School here in Riverside, California, so I'll be going for the four days. Okay. Good. We're going to see you in two days. Right, right. Awesome. So, and I know you know better not to come without leads and watching everybody else make money. I, and I've been trying. I, I've already made uh, 59 calls, and I only got one here that I'm going to bring Wednesday. Uh, a yes on possible lease purchase. 
All right. Well, all it takes is one deal. You know, average profit in California is much higher than the average nationwide profit, which is 30 grand. So uh, all it takes is one deal. Right. So I'll bring this uh, with me Wednesday, so maybe you can call her for me. But I have, like I said, I've been calling for days and days and days and days myself because I did have VA but for seven months, but I only got one yes and I ran out of funds, and that one yes when I called, it was already an escrow. So I, I didn't get any yeses. So well, I what I'd like you to do when I see you at the Quick Start Real Estate School, I need you to bring in all of the lead sheets. Um, time and circumstance changes all sellers' minds, and we can get a no to be a yes. So you need to get all those lead sheets from the past and have a sit down with me and Brian. Okay, so my question is, uh, the, the ones that I have called, some of them, most of them don't give me the information on the loan balance and the monthly payment, but one said that um, maybe possible do at least purchase or on the fence, but they wouldn't give me the info. So I said I would call them back in a few weeks or so. Uh, can I bring those? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to show you how to get mortgage information. Yeah, and this is actually something I like to address is that if this is derailing you, if you are, uh, have a potential deal and you're being stopped because you don't get the mortgage information, what I want you to do is just proceed forward with an owner financing closing call. Why do you need the mortgage information? What is, what's the key? The key is that you're trying to figure out whether or not to do the subject to closing call or the owner financing closing call. See, now if they owe like 90% of what the house is worth or more, you want to jump into that subject to closing call where basically you're just taking over their mortgage, taking over their payments. Um, but if they owe, you know, like 50% of what the house is worth, if they owe 200000 on a $400,000 house, you can't ask them, will you sell me the house for what you owe on it? You know, that's only for subject to deals. So basically that's why you need the mortgage information. Is you're trying to figure out if you should ask, will you sell us the house for what you owe on it or not? Um, but if you can't get that information for whatever reason, just leapfrog over that and just start going into the owner financing closing call. Unless your normal strategy is a lease purchase. And uh, in California, you know, you have some transfer taxes. And uh, so, you know, there's, there's things to be said for doing lease purchases out there. Uh, so if that's your, if that's your usual approach, uh, then that would you just jump into the lease purchase closing call and it doesn't really matter. Remember, if you're lease purchasing it from somebody, you're essentially a renter. The only thing that you really are worried about with how much they owe on the mortgage is you just want to make sure it's not more than what they're agreeing to sell you the house for. Other than that, it really doesn't matter to you, except for you'd like to match their payment. If their payment's low, it's nice to get that payment out of them because then you could say, okay, that's the payment we'll make to you, and so you're just covering their payment. Otherwise, you're kind of shooting in the dark, and they might get, you know, you might have to pay a little higher rent. So, But other than that, you know, do not get derailed by not having mortgage information. And if you say, oh, okay, I don't have mortgage information, so I guess I'll call them back in a couple of weeks, that could have been a deal right there uh, that just got put on, on suspension. And so that's, that's the thing that I've noticed with a lot of you guys. You've got deals where, you know, you kind of run into a little obstacle. You're not quite sure the next step on this deal. And so it goes into a pile, you know, the limbo pile, I call it, and it just grows and grows in limbo and it never gets done. 
So that you might as well, you know, go, you know, into the trash as going to this limbo pile. So that's why, you know, I want you to always try to proceed forward. And if you don't have information, you know, yes. try to do the owner financing or sandwich lease purchase closing call and try to set an appointment and get out there. Try to just push the ball down the field. Well, and like Brian said, that's a really good point. First, you go through the 10 mortgage objection responses. And if you can't get the mortgage information, you can go ahead and proceed with the uh, owner finance or sandwich lease purchase closing call script and say, okay, so the way we normally do this is we'll go ahead and take over your mortgage payment. So you can just assume as if you know it even though you don't. And it's going to come out when you go through the script. Okay? Okay, so I can bring those that... Um... Yes, bring, and it, bring all the no's because, like I said, we're going to show you how uh, we can turn a no into a yes because when you explain... The, when you've got the scripts and the NLP, neurolinguistic programming, and you explain everything right, a lot of times uh, you can get a no to be a yes. Um, so definitely bring those scripts in as well. And like I said, we get a ton of deals with our awesome follow-up. And I do want to talk about one thing on follow-up. Well, let me, let me say that on the no thing before you get to that. Guys, on a no script, remember what question are they being asked? They're at, uh, sometimes they're being asked and not necessarily in a way they understand. Are you willing to give us some time to pay you off your equity and payments? Some, some version of that. And so they may not really understand the question at all. And so they just say no because they don't really understand the question. And so you may have a no lead that's really more of a I don't know lead. Okay, so that's the ones that we want you to, uh, you know, make sure to call back. That's why we don't want you tossing no leads. They might be I don't know leads. And then these other ones where any kind of uh, thing where there is a possibility, like that other one you were saying, Marianne, where they said there was possibility they were on the fence with the lease purchase, but that you couldn't get the mortgage information out of them, definitely bring that one. That one could be a really good one because they've already shown a little crack, you know, that's all you need, a little crack of, like, maybe they would consider giving us a little time. That's, you know, that's the opening to jump in. Okay, what about the ones that say, no, they need the money because they want to buy another house, forget those? All right, now that, there's two reasons usually when people won't leave the mortgage in their name. Uh, sometimes, now remember, if you're buying a house subject to, and you're basically buying it for what they owe on it, they're not getting any cash. So they can't say, I need my money out of the house. What their problem is, if they say, I won't leave the mortgage in my name, is they either have to go qualify for a new mortgage and they don't think they will with this one in their name, or they're worried about their credit and you making their payments. So it's one of those two things. But if they have money tied up in the house and they need the money out, that's the main thing is what I, what I always ask is, what do you need the money for? And if you guys know, the better you build rapport in the beginning, the more kind of personal you can get with your questions and actually figure out their hot buttons. Everybody's got hot buttons, and they're more emotional than they are financial a lot of times. So if you kind of make friends with them and, oh, your son goes to the same high school that I went to a long time ago or blah, 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 you know, whatever ties you can get. That's why I like that three-line investor bio. That's meant to make a connection with them uh, so that you're not on opposite sides of the fence, you're on, on the same side of the fence. So if you make connections like that, you can ask them a lot more questions and get into, you know, the information and, and sometimes get this information out of them when you couldn't before. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, also, I, don't, I used to have the website when I was able to pay for the 297 but I ran out of funds. Uh, I do have a website for my teaching. I'm a dance instructor. So 
You even, you know what, even if you just, how much is your, I mean, you can have something up, guys. Everybody can just have a one-page uh something with a banner with some pictures of a house in their face on and your picture should be on there probably. You should all have yeah. a nice professional picture of yourself and you should all have a nice professional card. Now this is to hand out to buyers and sellers when you're meeting them in person to buy or sell them a house or if you're talking to an attorney or a real estate agent or something, you should all have a nice card that's like laminated, glossy with your picture on it that says, you know, I or we buy and sell houses. So you give that card out, that kind of professionalism, and that's why you need the website too, is it just spreads the professionalism. That's kind of a buzzword of mine lately is just because that's kind of the knock against mom and pop investors, like kind of guys, let's face it, that's kind of what we are. And uh, so I, that's why I really push the professionalism thing right now, right, honey? Yes. That's big. That's huge. Um, actually, you know what? I just realized we have five people in the queue, and we have about eight minutes. Okay. We've got to go faster. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Marianne. Hey, we're going to see you very soon. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you in two days. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Next, we have in the queue from Florida. Hi. I have a quick question about what to do with a pre-foreclosure. Mm-hmm. I have a, a house that uh, has an ARV of 600. Uh, it was listed with a realtor. It's on a golf course. Uh, the gentleman just gave up and moved. I made a lowball offer of 300, uh, which was accepted, fully executed, purchase sale agreement through the realtor. Okay. And for almost a year, the bank has done nothing. Uh, I was at the uh, summit with you, and I asked Ron directly, what do I do uh, because the seller has now offered just to deed it to me. They just want it out of their life. And Ron said, don't record the deed. So what can I do? Because at this point, even the realtor who was listing it is not even returning my calls. And I just, what can I do uh, if it has not foreclosed? So and they you have made the offer to the bank. The bank, what, this was an auction property or the, uh, the realtor had it listed no. and you just made an offer on the listing and then they accepted your 300000 That's correct. Okay. And so you're trying to close on it. You have funds and you're ready to close? Yes. And you can't, you can't, okay, that's an unusual situation, the fact that you yeah. have an accepted offer. This is signed, a signed deal then. Did you, on the actual signed deal, what was the close date? Well, I mean, it, was, it needs to be closed here pretty quickly. That's why I'm worried uh, because. Well, I'm saying, I mean, there was a close date, must be closed by blank on the sheet. What was it, right, on the, on the contract? Agreement, yeah. Before the, the, before the end of March, of, of coming okay. up two months from now. All right, well, they know they have time. You know, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's amazing how people don't respond on deals, but they also have 10 other deals that have, they have to finish by June or by January or something like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, if they have that long to execute, the problem is I, it would be nice to move the process forward more quickly. Uh, but if they have that long to close, it, you know, and you can't even get a hold of anybody, right? That's because it's right. not ending yet. So, but, uh, but, but what happens if March comes and they still haven't done anything? Am I done? No, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that I fully expect them to come through at the end. I mean, they have a deadline and it's a ticking clock, and mm-hmm. you're going to get more and more urgent as time goes on. 
and they're going to start listening to you when you say, hey, you know, the deadline is in three weeks or whatever. Now, let's, I'm not saying that they're not going to kick it in gear and actually act sooner than that. You know, basically all you can do is be a pest. And there's, I wish I had a better solution, but that's how, you know, these banks. And when you're working any kind of short sale or any kind of an REO deal, the bank is kind of in charge. And uh, my, my recommendation on this would have been set the closing date way, way sooner. Um, if you could what, ask. what if I had though, and the the closing date would have expired? Then what? Well, you haven't executed. I just want to be clear on this deal. It's a proof of closure. It's not foreclosed, John, yet. And Correct. the bank has accepted your offer, and you've accepted. No, no, no. The, the seller, the seller has accepted my offer, and I'm waiting on the bank. Oh yeah, no, now it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. So. Okay. All right. Well, you know, just keep trying to get the agent on the phone. I drop by his office or something. I don't know. Uh, but, again, you know, like I said, it's, it's not as urgent as other business that's lying on their desk right now, or they'd be, they'd be addressing it. Uh, you could always uh, send them a gift basket. Send the agent a gift basket. I'm telling something little like that, if you really want to propel this deal forward and say, have a note in there saying, I, I'm ready to close as soon as possible. Okay, that would get so his attention. It's it's really in the agent's hands, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got to keep. Yep. He's got to get the everything done, and the uh, agent has oh. a listing, and the agent is communicating with the bank. Yeah. No, that's not to say that the agent might not have some kind of you know issue on his end with the bank, and the bank might not be the actual cause of it. But the agent's the one that's going to make the deal get done. He's going to be the one calling the bank. You can't call the bank. But if he he's the only one that can call the bank and keep them moving forward. So, but again, their and closing it, date's too far out. So next time, it, but say, you're ready to co- go on a deal like this with a bank, yeah. yeah but if ahead. they don't, if we get to the end of the time and the agent still hasn't pushed it through, where do I stand in this deal? Has my deal died? No, you'll just have to give them an uh, an extension. You'll sign an extension with them and give them longer until they can close. And then hopefully they'll close by. Uh, but if they won't sign an extension, you know, and if you can't ever get a hold of them, but I really don't expect that to happen. So don't worry. You know, I, I tend to worry. I tend to be a worrier, and I worry about stuff that never happens. So I think, I, again, I have confidence that they're, they're going to come through. But, again, the deadline isn't close enough for them to really act. So, all right. Thank you for, thank you for everything you've done for all of us. Hello? All right. Let's see here. We have our next caller. I think we hit a button. Mitch, are you on the phone? California, Mitch? Yes. Hello. Awesome. Um, Okay. We thought we hit a button there, but I guess we're fine. So how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. I'll be seeing you on at at Riverside uh, in a couple of days, but I just had a quick question. when you call for the first time on these leads, especially FSBO leads, um, do you leave messages? Because I don't see any script for that in any of the materials. Yeah. Or do you just back until you get something? Yeah, we will leave them. Um, and Brian did talk about caller ID earlier, but we will leave a message. Um, so when we're trying to get a hold of you're talking about just trying to get a hold of a seller, right, who has a house for sale? 
Yeah. You know what? We used to call them a couple of times before we left a message, but we've actually changed the way we do it. We actually do leave a message on the first yeah, so call. So we'll now. actually say we're interested in buying your house. Actually, here's the main thing that we we have one line that I want everybody to use on this, and what we say is we are definitely interested in buying your house, and uh, that's I like the word definitely in there. And otherwise, they don't know who you are. They don't know if you're an agent, and they don't have urgency to call you back if they have four other people. So now if they heard four people and they said, oh, yeah, hi, calling about the house. Uh, my name is Janet. Call me back. You know, but then you come on and say, hi, uh, my name is Bob, and I'm definitely interested in buying your house. Please call me back. And it's just a stronger message. If they call anybody back out of the three people or whatever called, make sure it's you. And that's why we like a nice, strong message that right. way. Right. So, Mitch, we say we definitely are interested in buying your house. Just had a couple quick questions. My name's Lynette. If you could call me back at this number and give your phone number twice very clearly um, and say you can even go further and say if you, uh, if you miss me for some reason, leave the best phone number and time to reach you back so we're not paying, playing phone tag. Now, here's another really good important thing is that if you leave a message, a lot of times what our acquisitionists will do, they'll go ahead and do a text message because oftentimes it's a cell phone. And, and uh, they'll say, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get a hold of you. Can you give me a call back? And just leave more of a vague text message because a lot of times people think, oh, it's a friend or they don't know who it is, and they text them right back. Or, or even, yeah, if you just have just called and left a message, you can just say, hey, left a message um, wanting to talk with a text, and all of a sudden they call you right back. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Text messaging uh, works awesome. We have teenagers. We know all about that. You call them on the phone, they don't pick up. Boy, you send them a text message, instantly get a response. I got thirty-year-olds that don't do that. Don't call back. So <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, now. Do you call more than once, or do you just go on to the next one? No, we definitely, but not like you know. We usually will leave about three days in between, depending on you know how long the property's been on the market. But uh, you're going to leave some time in between probably. And, but I always want you to follow up until, especially if you find a house that's been days on market over 50 or 60 or 90 or something like that, you know, something's going to happen on that property. And that's a good one to follow up on relatively consistently. Okay. Okay? Thank you. All right. You bet. See you soon. We're excited about yeah. that. All right. Great. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I think we have a... Uh... One more person in the queue here, um, Alexander. Alexander. Hey, yeah. No, it's um, actually Sean. Oh, hi. <laughs> but, Sean. But, um, hi. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, um, uh, do you guys um, entertain uh, uh, doing uh, rehab uh, deals if the, if the, if the numbers um, are there? Sure. You know what? Um, every deal... Uh, it sort of uh, presents different issues. And if you guys, uh, here's what I don't recommend. If you've never done a rehab, if you're just starting in real estate, a lot of times people's very first deal is a rehab because that's what they think real estate investing is, either that or an income property, and that's like adult daycare. So those are the two hardest things to do in real estate is work an income property to make any kind of money because let's face it, if the AC unit goes out, there goes your narrow margin for like two years. 
So that's, it's hard to make, make money with that uh, buy and hold, just a purely buy and hold strategy when you don't get the big down payments. That's why we love the lease purchase strategy because it's just like buy and hold. There is a possibility they may buy the property, but probably not. And yet you get a cash flow and they take care of the repairs. So that's just a, it's a better model. Now when you get to rehabs, uh, if you see a property, you've got to be very, you know, the main thing is contractors. If you ask any rehabber or anybody who's looking to do a rehab or has done, any investor who's done rehabs, the biggest thing that makes their life a dream or a nightmare is their re- contractors. And if they can get a really good general contractor who can run the job really well and has good subcontractors uh, and is experienced and actually does what he says he's going to do, that's that's great, you know, and the biggest challenge is finding the right team. So that's why I don't recommend usually if you haven't done a rehab and you're doing, you know, if you haven't, it's like your first ugly house. There's a lot of other strategies. In fact, the two other strategies, it, one is to wholesale it, you know, find a rehabber who wants to do the rehab and is experienced and has great contractors and will give you some kind of a $10,000, $20,000 assignment fee. So you're never in the chain of title on that. You can make a quick you know, paycheck. The other thing is if the ugly house owner will give you financing. And so if you say, hey, will you give me a couple years to pay you off in full or whatever, just go through the scripts on that, uh, and you work it out where they'll give you some time, you can put a work for equity buyer in there. You can not touch it, not do any rehab at all, give it to somebody who wants to do the rehab, and uh, sell it to them for a discount as a work for equity property. And you can give them terms because you got terms. So, okay. Yeah, that's that's I was. Go ahead. I, I was wondering because uh, uh, and because uh, doing a rehab, it doesn't. I, I mean, it doesn't phase me, even though it will be my first. You uh-huh. know, because I I, I deal with um, uh, commercial property. Okay. And, now, do and, you uh, and the reconstruction? Do you have a contractor that you've worked with in the past, or who would be doing well, yeah, the work? I have I have I have some I have some uh, I have some contractors that that uh, that I can get a hold of and and. Um, and get the job done, but that's why I, I don't fear doing rehabs because, as an engineer uh, in commercial <laughs> properties, we used to oversee all the you know the oh, yeah. improvements yeah. and building improvements. So, now well, you have a lot of experience me. then, actually, in the field. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's so, good. so I was just wondering, you know, when, when you know if I come, you know, with a deal like that, you know, uh, and the numbers are are right, um, you know, could we, you know, could is there a possibility that you know folks can work together, network? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, okay. is this a higher end rehab? I mean, what's the mm-hmm. R on the property? Yeah, yeah, well, well, not not. I've I've had a couple in the past, and I've had to drop them because I I didn't have the 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 capital in place. Okay, but they okay. were they were high end. They were they were at least um, five hundred thousand in profit. Well, and we love those higher price properties. Actually, Ron, yeah. sometimes Ron and us will actually work with students on deals, these higher end deals too. So. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, did you say you were going to come to the to Quick Start here in California? Uh, and you're going to be where now? In we're going to be well. We're at all of Ron's Quick Start real estate schools that you guys have all been to. Um, so we're coming up in in uh, Riverside, California, not far mm-hmm. from LA. I guess we're in Riverside. So okay, we're there, okay. we're out there uh, starting on Wednesday for four oh, days. Okay. Because yeah. well, my, my schedule, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't scheduled, you know, to 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 attend that one. Um, but like I said, I, that's why I asked now, you know, because I mean, it's I can always drop an email or yes, or make a phone call. 
<laughs> well, definitely. If you, if any of you guys on the call can get out to uh, California to join us on this mm -hmm. uh, quick start that starts in two days, that'd be great. So, okay. okay. All right. Well, great well, to talk with you. I appreciate it. Yes. Likewise. Exactly. Likewise. Thank you. Stay in touch. Mm -hmm. now. Okay. I will. Bye bye. -bye. Uh, do we have? Okay. Yes, yeah, so we got. Um, one more. Pam is in the queue. Let's see here. Pam. Pam. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Chuck. This is a Chuck. Hi, Chuck. How are you? Where are you from? Uh, Philadelphia. All right. Okay. So, what do you? How's things in Philly? Good. 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 Uh, I was. But I was calling about um, a deal I'm working on. I was just working on it today. I uh, really would like to close this out. So let me just give you a, the scenario. Great. Um, it's uh, three beds, four baths, a uh, little over 2,900 square feet. Mm -hmm. um, he's asking 74 or 70, 5,000, I'm sorry, 5,700 and yeah, five seventy five for it. That's what he's asking. Okay. Fine. And I was able five seventy five. I was able to get him down to five sixty. Okay. Good. He and owes talk about three hundred on it. Yeah, he owes three hundred on it, and he's paying about twenty two hundred a month. And he said that he would consider a lease option. Okay, that's great. So, have you talked to him uh, more about how a lease? option works or uh, where have you left it with them? Uh, we've had some discussion. Uh, I'm scheduled to go uh, to the property, sit down and talk with him further on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Okay. Uh, do you know what kind of condition the property is in and what the ARV is, the after repaired value? Yeah, he is, uh, the, <clears throat> the property is in mint condition, okay. mint condition. Okay, um, in that area, they are selling for about five, anywhere between five fifteen up to like six hundred. Okay, that area. so he's towards the higher end of the market. Is yes. that correct? Okay. Well, uh, and and did you guys talk about any kind of terms? Uh, if you could, I mean, if you could basically cover his payment, that would be good. That would be a really good deal. Now, that twenty two hundred does that cover taxes and insurance as well? That's T I T I. Okay. Now, if you can even, if you could get any kind of time on that, uh, and if he said he'd consider a lease purchase. That you know, that's more important than uh, getting that kind of time is more important than purchase price. So I don't mind paying, you know, maybe a little higher. Uh, now we want it if we could get it for five sixty. I'd want to uh, probably ask five ninety nine would be the number to pop to my mind. Uh, maybe you could get a little bit more, but you already told me that the highest comp is around six. So you're pushing the market there, maybe. Um, now if the thing shows beautiful. Um, and you can offer it with terms. I'm, I don't think you'd ha you're going to have any trouble getting 599 and plus. Now on down payments. Now this is what we're. You know, Ron doesn't always like the percentages, but it just gives you gives you guys something to kind of go by. 
So we're normally looking for about 10% down. You don't say that to them. You don't say, well, we want 10% down. But you say, what's the most you can put down? And on this property, I'd, I'd probably want to get 50. Um, so if you get 50 down, uh, even if he wants 10 down from you or, or just whenever you're doing a sandwich lease purchase, you're going to try to give him like first and last month's rent. And so in this case, that'd be 4400 bucks. And then you're getting like 50 grand down, so you have a huge front end on this potentially. Um, mm-hmm. But if he wants more down than that, uh, you're going to agree to it because you know he's giving you, and you're not going to have to pay him that until you're closing anyway with your person and have their money. So uh, this this looks like a really good deal. So you're going to go out there and just now. Have you talked about a term like how long you'd like to maybe do the lease option? We haven't. Okay. All right. So I want go out there, and this is a big. Whenever you get these properties, these high-priced properties, a lot of times these folks make decisions based on emotion, just like everybody else. And you think, oh, they're all about the numbers. But you know, if they meet you and and you guys can build good rapport, that's a huge thing. So if if he likes you and wants to work with you, uh, then uh, you know we you're gonna uh, propose to basically cover his twenty-two hundred dollars a month. And I want you to shoot for like a three-year lease option with one renewal at your discretion, which would mean a six-year term. And so uh, that's, that should give you way more than enough time. And if you can get a six-year term at 2200 and then turn around and probably rent this thing for, I don't know, 4000 a month or something, uh, you're going to have a massive positive cash flow for as long as you can get this thing under control for, plus a huge front end. This could be a really good deal. So, yeah, go out there, make friends like crazy. And then uh, do you have a mentor? Are you working with anybody right now? Not at the moment. Okay. Uh, This is just such a good deal. But uh, just, you know, go out there and talk to them, and then that's how I would write it up, though, is a lease purchase for a six-year term and just trying to cover his payments. And I'm good with the purchase price. Okay. Okay. And you said... As a down payment to him, fifty thousand, about fifty thousand. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, and you know, you could um, you could also work with Christina through Christina on this one too. Uh huh. To get okay. some help, you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Okay. I understand. Okay. So you want me to reach I don't want back to out? And this seems like a really good one, so I want to. Make oh, sure that it's a real good one. It's a real good one. I mean, know what? The no, we're, we're calling sellers from stage on, uh, let's see, two nights from tonight, on Wednesday night. So uh, uh-huh. you're going to have gone to, you know what, I want to see this lead. So maybe send this lead to Christina, who we're mentoring, and we'll, we'll help you on this one. Okay. okay. Or we'll call it maybe live in from L.A., especially if you've already gone out and seen the house. Yes, I mean, it's drop-dead gorgeous. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Send, make sure that uh, we get that. And, uh, it's, okay. great, it's great hearing your voice again. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. We're excited. Back and, in the uh, saddle, making some things happen. Tell your daughter, Christina, we say hello. I certainly will. I certainly will. But we'll sure. definitely yeah. uh, email, email the uh, lead sheet over to you. That's great. It was great seeing you guys at the summit. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank All you. Right. All righty. All right. We'll be in touch. Thanks again. Great. Bye-bye. All right. Well, this has been a phenomenal 
Quick Start Real Estate School alumni call. Remember, it's always the fourth Monday of every month. Brian and I do these for Ron LeGrand. That's right, and these are always great for deal structuring, understanding deals. Sometimes I talk a little fast, guys. I know that. That's why it's good to record these and listen to them. Uh, there's so much a wealth of information. We just want to get it across to you guys so you know what you're doing the best possible way out there. And remember, keep coming back to all the real estate schools for free for 12 months. Keep coming back. Every time you come, you get more and more knowledge. We keep you around uh, the ground, keeps you on the cutting edge in us. Yep. So, We're at every single Quick Start and a lot of these other events, so you'll always be seeing us there. And just keep getting those lead sheets and keep calling in, and, and you can always get us on this call fourth uh, Monday of the month. And keep taking action. Yes. <laughs> Great talking to everybody, and we will see you soon. It's a wolf couple signing off. Oh. oh. Bye. <laughs> Bye.